Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. You guys, I'm so excited it's fall because not only does that mean new fashion, but it means new TV time, and Hulu has all of the shows I love to watch, like Vanderpump Rules, The Voice, Grey's Anatomy, This Is Us. I mean, so many of my bingeable favorites, and Hulu has them all, but... As much as I want to watch like dramas all day, you know, I also want comedies that make me laugh so hard I literally cry. Like The Good Place, It's Always Sunny, Family Guy. I mean, Hulu has all of those shows too and I know you guys love watching them as much as I do. And do you know what else Hulu has? Well, it's a really great low price. Plans start at $5.99 a month. So if you love TV and don't want to miss a moment of the new stuff, go to Hulu.com and start your free trial And again, Hulu.com, start your free trial. Hulu has the TV you love. Only $5.99 a month. From Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. It is New Year's Eve here at Shenanigans. We've got Jersey in the house with my co-host and my guest, Jamie Lynn, back in the house. Hey. Hi. And also the gorgeous Real Housewife of New Jersey, Jennifer Aiden. How are you? Hey, Jersey in the house. What's I up, know. Paramus? It's so, so much... nice to have someone from Jersey <laughs> here. Yes. How's hey. Riverside Mall doing without me? It's it's surviving. It's expanding, actually. It's probably so thriving with you there. It's really good for the economy yeah. with me there. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what my husband always says. It's good for the economy. I must say, you look incredible. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm snatched. Yes. I took out, I'm still wearing my garment from my tummy tuck, but I took out the the padding because the padding adds like two inches. Uh huh. I want to look super snatched. Okay, so what? Tell me about that. Oh my god, look at you! Wow, well, look at that tiny like, waist. Wow. And it looks like I have like a little butt implant, but I don't. It's just my good old fat. Okay, so but we tell me. It, so he makes it look bigger. 
It, it looks amazing. Yeah. How do I get I that? have five children. <laughs> yes, I have five children. Marry, so, a, marry a plastic surgeon. <laughs> okay, that was... Or, or marry one that can afford one. <laughs> That's right. my next thing. I know some, some troll posted on Instagram like, oh, of course, you wouldn't look like that if you weren't married to a plastic surgeon. I was like, yeah, I would, bitch, because I would just pay for one. <laughs> so that was one of the things I was wondering. Like, is he the one who operates on you? He or is. Okay, I didn't know if that's like an ethics thing. So it's like you're it's, not allowed to operate on family. Or... To be honest, it's frowned upon. But okay. there's no law against it. It's completely legal. It's just in the medical field. It's frowned upon because mm-hmm. of you're too close what to everybody person. is yeah. thinking. But in this instance, and I had that also, I told my husband. Because listen, we've been married for a long time. And I've just started dabbling in the plastic surgery because I really wanted to be done with all my kids Mm -hmm. and I I would suggest anybody who's a mother like make sure you're done first because you never want to have a tummy tuck and liposuction and then get pregnant and then all of a sudden now you're going to blow up in places like that you would never gain weight and then look like a sausage that's just a lot of cottage cheese (laughs) Uh, but anyway uh, so I told my husband are you sure you know like what if so And you know what he told me? He's like, look, nobody is going to be as meticulous as I'm going to be. I'm going to take my time, and I am not going to close you until I am well and satisfied. He didn't know if – like, when you go to a colleague – and again, we had a multitude of people that I could have went to, Mm -hmm. which would have done it at a huge discount, so it wasn't even the money thing. But he's like, you know, sometimes – People get antsy and people want to close you up. And if things aren't going their way, they just want to rush. And he's like, I just want to make sure that no one is going to rush with you. And nobody's going to take better care of you than I will. And then I was like, okay, not only am I sold, but I am smitten. Yes. You sold me on it, honey. Right? I mean, and I was like, if you fuck up, everyone (laughs) will know. (laughs) And you'll hear about it from me. And you'll hear about it. (laughs) Yes. I mean, that's like. I keep nothing private. Yeah. Taking like Instagram boyfriend to a whole new level. Plastic surgeon husband. I mean. Plastic surgeon husband. Wow. Yeah. That's right. When um, we had Heather Dubrow on the show, and uh-huh. we were asking her, like, because, you know, her husband is a plastic surgeon as right. well. But he, I don't think she, I think she said he hadn't done anything, or she hasn't had any work done yet. She said Just she like hasn't, the, yeah. um, like, filler mm-hmm. and yeah. Botox, but right. hasn't. But I'm like, would you have your husband do it? So that was one Me thing too. I wanted to on ask Me too. On my face, about. too. This is still yeah. the same face. I mean, everyone's like, oh, look, she got a nose job. I'm like, when and where? Tell me. Right? Same because for she now. Especially when, like, you're on social media on a regular basis and it's like when did I recover from this nose job totally you'd have black eyes bandages like do you think I just stocked up three weeks of content in different outfits from different places? Totally. Like, we no, just it's learned crazy. how to contour better these days. That's yes. it. No, it's the same same big schnoz. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's still there. You have And the only nose. reason I don't change it is because my kids. I've talked about having nose job for a long time, but my kids are always like. We're afraid that you're going to look different. So at least until I grow a little older, I just want to make sure I look like the same mommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You know, and with the with the weight loss, you know, with the, first I started with liposuction, which was the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. No, actually, first it was a breast reduction. That oh. was yeah, because you know, breastfeeding five kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't look sexy anymore. It just looked sloppy. <laughs> it was like I got these big melons, and they're always in the way, and I hated them, and. So first we did a breast reduction. Can I ask how big they were? You know what? Just over the years, I think they just I kind of smushed them uh-huh. into a D. Okay, but I don't you're know if they really were. It was okay. kind of like I yeah. looked like I was busting out of jail. Got it. Sometimes. <laughs> and like, where like some people would look classy wearing a low cut dress, I just looked like a dirty porn star. <laughs> you know, you kind of want to like slip something in there. It was awful, and I was just like, we need to reduce these bad boys. 
And and then they would like disappear when you lay down. You know how that like one goes to the right, one mm-hmm. goes. Down. I'm like, this is not attractive. Yeah, I don't. So know. we did that. <laughs> See, she wouldn't know. That's no, how that's Jamie gets it. about <laughs> fake boobs. Like they just stay in place. So I had breast reduction with lift, and then I had liposuction just in my back, and he contoured me. And then I like feeling smaller. And then you know I saw myself on camera. Like people are like, oh, you got on TV, and people pressured you to lose weight. No, bitch. I don't think so. I saw myself on camera and I was like, wow, is that how people see me? Because, you know, sometimes you don't. Yeah. You, you're like, oh, I, I look great. I was like, I thought I was fucking rocking it with five kids. And I'm like, ooh, that's a little thick. <laughs> <laughs> I could do better than that. So then I did a weight loss thing and I lost 25 pounds. I want to hear about this diet. Though. Yes. So I did two types of diets. The first time was while we were filming. Teresa's daughter, actually Melania, went on this diet where she had food delivered to her, fresh food, uh-huh. prepped by a chef. It was like absolute nutrition consulting or something like that. And they delivered my meals for weeks. And it was great. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I didn't have to think about it. Calorie control, carb control, all that. And then I lost 15 pounds on that. How long oh, did that take? Uh, not too long. Was honestly. that just like, diet or diet and exercise? No exercise. Okay. So, truth okay. be told. Yes. Yeah, no. no Diet's I mean, like 80%. It's it really is. all what you yeah. eat. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that. And that would, took about six weeks. And then I took the summer off. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be dieting. But I didn't overindulge. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that I kind of packed on a couple of pounds, like three or four pounds. And then I was like, oh, shit. So when September came around, I had seen Dolores lost weight. And I'm the type that, like, once I lose weight on a certain diet, like, it doesn't work for me anymore the second time mm-hmm. around. I got to change it up because uh-huh. my body gets used to it yep. and then it plateaus. So when I saw Dolores lost weight, she lost weight with this company. I don't know. I think it was, like, Elite Health Center mm-hmm. out in – by Paramus in yeah. Washington Township. Okay. But you had to inject yourself with this hormone called HCG. With some right. people, but oh. I'm not afraid of needles. I mean, they're in my face. No, but I've never heard about injecting for weight loss. Yeah. Yes. So it's HCG. It's a huh. hormone that when you inject it, it latches onto your fat cells wherever you have the most fat. And then when you do the diet, it burns the fat in that area first. So the diet is really specific, though. Oh, so the diet what did you, is... You have to cut out oil, right? Cut what out is, oil, no oil, no sugar, no carbs. Oh, my gosh. No fat. So, so how, I was, what were you eating? I would eat eggs every morning mm-hmm. with um, or egg whites and spinach, not even the yolk, egg whites and spinach with Pam spray and mm-hmm. Tabasco sauce. That was my go-to. Then um, if I got hungry around 1 o'clock, I'd kill my appetite with a coffee. Mm-hmm. Coffee and just very little skim milk. And then I got this thing from Amazon. It's like a squirt of caramel, but it's made with stevia, so it doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't make you doesn't make your insulin levels rise. Yeah. So I do a little squirt of that for sweetness. And then just a lean chicken, again, either baked in the oven with Mrs. Dash, garlic powder, some spices, and Pam spray. Were you not starving by the end of the day? No, you know what? Really? I would eat it with vegetables. Okay. I'd have like a good amount of vegetables, broccoli, which is kind of filling. Yeah. yeah. And listen, you it, the, you, you the less you eat, too, right? the smaller your stomach exactly. gets. That's true. And then you need less mm-hmm. to get full. So are you still doing this? No, but okay. I do. I do portion control, mm-hmm. highly portion control. But yet I'm visiting my mother-in-law, and you know. She's off the boat, and, and, and the way they show love is through food. Oh, so yeah. it's like every five minutes, <laughs> she's stuffing my face with pomegranate because she has a pomegranate tree. Oh, my God. And she's like, here, eat. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, good. And I, like, shove it to the side, and then she'll eat a pineapple. And with every bite she takes, 
she offers me a bite. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm good. I mean, at least <laughs> there's someone crazy. healthy. Like, my family Italian, it'd be lasagna, pasta, breads, No, pizza. they're crazy about fruit. I'm not a big fruit person because mm. it's a lot of sugar and it's a lot of calories. If I'm going to go that route, I'd rather have a piece of cake, yeah. to be honest. Like a bite of cake or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something I enjoy. I mean, fruit is great. just doesn't get me wet in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fruit? Okay. Great. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not big on fruit either. I like vegetables more. Yeah, I would I love, love like, yeah. I'm, I would love a plate of vegetables. Uh-huh. Like I love sauteed. broccoli. Yes, with like some garlic and then, you know, some seasoning on it. Yeah. Jazz so you're a up, cook, though. You cook for your whole family, I do. Right? I cook. Yeah. yeah, I cook. I mean. The, my housekeeper, that I have a live-in housekeeper, mm-hmm. which is great. And people think like, oh, you have a nanny. What do you do all day? It's like, there's five. <laughs> there's five. Do the math. No nanny, no matter how much you pay them, is going to take care of all of them because yeah. they go in all different directions. Mm-hmm. So, But my housekeeper lives with me, and she cooks and cleans for me. So I get to do everything else I need to with the kids. And then I also have a babysitter that comes and helps me when, like, you know, they have their activities. And mm-hmm. I, I just really – physically can't make it to both and my husband I don't depend on him at all the second he started working and started making money he's like anytime you need help babe hire help don't look at me don't look at me like he'll walk in my husband will walk in he'll be like did you know the light bulb is out in the garage you know (laughs) you gonna get to that sometime today and I'm like why do I have to do it aren't you the man he's like I make the money he's like if I get up on a ladder and god forbid I fall and I break my my hands I can't do surgery yeah and you won't be able to spend the way that you do and I'm like okay I'll just hire help yep I'll get it okay fine I'll do it and I'm like Adriana please my housekeeper please help me I'm like Teresa's daughter yeah no Adriana is my housekeeper but I'll say sit or and I have Maya too they they switch off because nobody likes to work seven days a week shocker um, yeah. so she, <laughs> she'll come up and I'll, and I do this thing where it's like polite. I'll be like, oh, we need, we need to change the light bulbs in the garage. We, meaning we. you, <laughs> but my husband used to do that to me all the time. So he yeah. was like, uh-huh. he used to be like, oh, we, we need to get the kids to eat more vegetables and we need to get the kids to behave more in public and we need to get the kids to brush their hair. And I'm like, by we, you mean me, me. don't you? <laughs> you mean me. He's like, yeah, I mean you. I'm like, well, I'm not that good at it. So. So how did he take this whole transition? Like, you know, once you started doing Housewives, I'm sure you're going to events more and you're traveling. I don't know if you're traveling without him. But, I mean, I yeah, I like, like girls trip. Yeah, the girls change. trip was the first time. I lo- I was so excited about it. Because, is this you know like a what? whole new life for you? The, the thing is, I we had a pretty exciting life before I got married. Like, I used to mm-hmm. do girls trips all the time. I wasn't like this sheltered little mm-hmm. girl. I, I partied, honey. Okay. <laughs> Cancun 97. Hey. <laughs> Where are my fist pumping people? Okay. Yeah. Um, and th- well, then we got married and I went into the traditional family role, which I loved because I don't know how old your girls are, but when I was in my early 20s, you know, all you want to do is like, so. okay, yeah. so like all you want to do is like find the perfect guy yeah. and like get married. And like when I found my husband, I'm like, okay, this is the one. I just want to be a housewife. I want to cook and clean for him. I want to take care of him. I want to have lots of kids, be a stay-at-home mom, which I got all of that. Mm-hmm. And so when Housewives came to me, Olivia was five and she just started kindergarten. So I'm like, this is the perfect time because I'm going to be empty nesting now. I don't mm-hmm. have any little kids anymore. 
Bill works a lot, and it's going to give me purpose because I kind of lost touch with all my girlfriends, mm-hmm. especially the ones that never got married because then it's like two different lives. Right. Right. You know, it's like I'm going out with couples now, and we're doing like the boring I, – I wish I could still come out with you guys. It's just, not, <laughs> it's just not like appropriate. And then this came, and it was like, well, honey, this is my job. Yeah. I need to go away with these girls and get turned up because, you know, I, my job. Get, I get paid for it. And, <laughs> and you know, I'm, you're going to respect me more if I make my own money and – At first, he was kind of like, well, I don't really want you – I don't want anything to take time away from our kids. And that's really what his number one concern is. He Mm -hmm. wants me to have fun all the time. He's such a team player. I mean, he gets along with everybody. He's not insecure. He's not like a dick to guys. You know, you date those guys. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, this is my guy friend. Yeah, I don't need need any more friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get the fuck out of here with that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Bill's such a gentleman. He shakes everybody's hand. He offers them a drink. You know, he'll 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 pay for the whole dinner, you know, just to be hospitable. Like that's he was a gentleman. Mm-hmm. I feel like this season you're seeing more of his personality too you do. than last year. You do. Last year he was a dictator. Everyone whose nickname on Instagram people re- compared him to Jafar. Oh my god. I was like, No, I got Prince Aladdin, honey. Prince Ali Ababwa. Okay. <laughs> So how did you get on the show? Were you already friends with some of the girls? You know, I knew Melissa from just having the same people in our circle okay. like the stylist. And Dolores was a surgical tech with my husband. Okay. And, you know, when they're casting, they always ask the girls, like, do you know anybody? And they recommend people. And then somehow I got an email. You're friends with Dolores. Whatever would you like to interview? And I said, sure, why not? And, you know, yes. funny story. I actually got... Okay, so I haven't told anybody this. But um, for season six, Mm -hmm. before I lived in the Taj Mahal, I lived in a very nice house. When I first moved to Jersey, we bought a brand new construction, and this I may be blamed for bragging, but it was only it was three thousand square feet. I loved it; it was gorgeous. I only had three kids at the time. For season six, I got an email. A friend forwarded to me like, "Oh, if you live a great life, that people would covet." Blah 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 blah. Apply, and I applied. For Housewives. Uh-huh. It was a different casting company, a girl named Tammy. She interviewed me, and she wanted a group. She said, oh, Housewives is all about family. So I brought on my cousin, and I brought on my neighbor. My cousin lives in Franklin Lakes, okay? Like, mm-hmm. we're not hobos by any means. And then the girl was like, oh, I love you. You're a spitfire, but um, your house is not really Housewives oh standard. <gasps> and my house that I, that I bought – and. It was a brand new construction, brick home, five bedroom, five bathroom. And I was like, I know it's not a mansion, but it is a gorgeous brand new house. And not to mention, I'm building something new. Yeah. I'm I'm in the process of looking for a lot. It could be storyline. And honestly, I was so turned off by what she said to me. I was like, why am I even trying to sell myself? Right. Go fucking scratch, bitch. Yeah. Okay. And season six, they passed on me, and that was the year that they had the twins and that other girl. I don't know if I forget. Um, what I season is it right now that's airing? Ten. Oh, wow. It's ten. Okay, so mm-hmm. then I, I did watch six. Six was when uh, I, I think Teresa was there. I don't remember watching it that much. I was kind of like, why am I going to watch you? Yeah. You pick me? You're all shit out of luck. Watch your ratings go down. <laughs> and sure enough, their ratings yeah, were the worst. Yeah, I don't even twins you're talking about. I can't I, think either. I, I don't know. I just know them as twins and another one. And I don't remember watching that much this season. Again, my kids were younger then. Maybe it was before DVR. But And then season seven, I got an email again. And I was like, you know what? Why not? I'm going to try one more time. So when I tried, the woman called back. And she was like, oh, we want people that like Bravo has never seen. 
And I was like, first of all, Bravo's never seen me. That's mm-hmm. first of all. Second of all, if you chose me the first time, maybe you wouldn't be in this situation. <laughs> Just saying. But you know what? I'm fine with it. Have a nice life. So then when I moved into my house, yeah. and then Dolores recommended me, and I went and I was with the casting people, I was like, you know what? I don't even think I want to go this route. Like Nobody liked me before when I was in my... A house that's not up to par, okay? <laughs> and now that I live in my fucking mansion, you know, I was like, I'm going to apply and then say no. There you go. And I applied, and then I said yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, go figure. We change our minds as females, women. women. What can we do? We're right. women. And it worked out because, like, now it was, like, more organic and it was more real because I knew Dolores. Yeah. Dolores is, like, is a jack of all trades. She's had jobs everywhere. She's been a surgical tech. She was a correctional officer. Did you guys ever know that? I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's she, that so can handle anything. Yeah, she's a tough one. She's, she's good. Yeah. She's good people. Well, you are a great addition to the show. You know, it's like one of those things where, like, I always saw and I was like, people would be like, Oh, you don't want to be on that show that fights with women every day. I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. I totally could do that. I totally could fight with people. Like, yeah. I, I totally could. And I can make it funny. Yeah, yeah I do. I do. <laughs> and I used to be like, I would be so great on that show. And then I remember one year we were watching. Oh, the year before I joined. Uh-huh. Me and Bill are watching Reunion, and I will always watch it when I put my kids to sleep. Like, I put it really low, and Olivia sleeps next to me, so I give her a back rub. Bill does work on the laptop next to me so that we're kind of like having together time when we don't even speak. <laughs> and um, he would like look up every now and then from his computer and look at the, and it was reunion. So Siggy and Margaret were going oh, at it. Oh, yeah. She was like, Elmer Fudd, boom, boom. And, I, and they're screaming. And I'm like, love it. Like, yeah, I'm so thirsty. It's so great. And Bill's like, I would kill you if you ever act like that. I'm like, like that all the time <laughs> are you kidding me he's like yeah but that's different he's like that's just like with our group of people i'm like how i am with our group of people is how i would be every single day right yeah. and then he was like praying that it would never happen because he's like god you're not gonna shut the fuck up are you i'm like no i'm not <laughs> so then when it finally happened i was like you know he kind of was supportive in the fact like well i know this is your dream so at the end of the day, if that's what you want, I'm here to support. I love that's that. And that's what he says. And he's enjoying it. Yeah. He's enjoying it. Good. I mean, I yeah. think the first year for any couple, it's definitely a huge adjustment because you're literally putting your whole lives out there for I know. the whole world. And it's it's a lot. I, I mean, know. I've been doing this for eight years now. And, I mean, I'm on my, what, fourth kind of relationship on this yeah. show. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it can it, take I, a toll. I feel like it takes. A really secure man to stand by 100% and endure all that yeah mm-hmm. I haven't dated one of those until now so yeah, yeah you met my boyfriend at I Bravo loved, Con. Him. Yeah. loved him yeah he was so he was excited amazing. to hear you were gonna he was be really here today. amazing yeah. yeah I'm happy for you thank you yeah you know what sometimes you gotta swim through a pile of shit before you get to freedom at the end of the tunnel right totally. remember Shawshank Redemption yeah <laughs> I always think of like that tunnel of shit would I have done that I definitely would if there was light at the end of the tunnel so yeah sometimes we gotta kiss a few frogs but so how many more episodes do we have we're caught up we watched the most recent the last supper the Easter episode last mm-hmm. night okay how many more do we have what how many I think we have 15 or 16 okay. this year total yeah and then we'll have however many reunion comes out of it hopefully three i i'm pretty sure three (laughs) yeah i want to talk about your glam because you have some of the best interview looks on the show okay where do you get the inspo honestly they they come from me and i tell my glam how i want to execute it so 
um, when I wore the pink, mm-hmm. which I got that in downtown LA. Hell yeah. I love shopping in downtown LA. I love mixing like great little finds with high end pieces. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how normal people are. Yeah. You know, not everything you wear is fucking $500 shirt. I'm, I'm sorry. If I don't have fucking Chanel screaming at every which way, I'm not spending that much on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless it has Chanel tag, I don't pay full price. <laughs> I need a bargain. So that pink, I felt like it was very, um, it reminded me of like Katy Perry in Teenage Dream or like something very 80s. So yes. I'm like, oh, I want my hair half up. And I want to kind of look 80s. And then, obviously, the big shoulder craze is in style. Mm-hmm. So that burgundy blazer I had, I felt it was very like Alexis Carrington from mm-hmm. Dynasty. I yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that. And she was bougie as fuck. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be like a powerhouse with shoulder pads. And, like, people were hating on that look. And I was like, are you kidding me? And they're like, oh, what is this, the 80s? I was like, yeah, bitch, the 80s are back. Yeah. Go ask somebody. Absolutely. Go ask. It's all over the place. Now everywhere you look is like... Big shoulder pads. And then they want to hate on me with my lip liner. A lot of people do the lip liner thing, okay? I'm not the only one. Yeah. It's like, so get wait, the what, hell out what, of here. What is this? Is it like overlining or, or what? No, it's just lining with a little bit of a darker shade okay. than the internal lipstick. That's okay. it. And you know what? The the lighter lipstick, I actually put it on over the lip liner. Yeah. So it kind of makes well, it blend. Well, your lips look beautiful. Yeah. And then I kind of, I do blend it in. I mean, sometimes, obviously, it's not as blended as other times. But it's the first thing that people are like, oh, stop lining those lips. I'm like, no, bitch. Hashtag line those lips. <laughs> line those lips. That's like my pillow. I created a pillow. It was at BravoCon. I don't uh-huh. know. It's a beauty pillow. Mm. And Ooh. it's basically so, you know, we get our lashes done. Mm-hmm. And you have to sleep on your back. When you get injectables, it's best to sleep on your back so that you don't wake up all wrinkly or when right. you get your eyebrows done, you don't want to mess it up. So this beauty pillow basically gives you enough neck support and you put it on top of your regular pillow so that if you wanted to like save your lash, like these lashes are two days old oh, and they're girl. the band. I leave mine on for a week. Yeah, girl. Yeah, See, I clean it up I with can't. the Q-tip. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I wash the face. Yeah. We, we're not dirty stay outs here, honey. Same. We're clean as a whistle. Yeah. Irish clean. We spend Bring, like I clean all uh-huh. around my face, Q-tip it up, and I want these lashes to last, okay? It's annoying to put them on. I know. It's annoying. And I don't get the extensions anymore because it's just – because when you're in in-between phase, yeah. then you look all mangled, and then you know uh-huh. the trolls are going to come at you like, what's wrong with your spider lashes? <laughs> <laughs> they look disgusting. Go get your lashes done. I'm like, bitch, the girl was busy. I couldn't get my fill in. So now I just do the band, but I like to keep them for as long as I can. Do you ever do individuals, like, on your own? I don't know how to do that. Okay, so... Is that easier? I feel like it's harder. Priscilla could teach you. It is so easy. So I have, like, three different ones. I have, like, the short, medium, and, like, the long flare. And you just kind of, like, start with the short, then stack the medium, then add the long. And those will literally last me seven to ten days. So they last longer. They don't rip out your eyelashes. Right now I have a strip on because I was just, like, rushing this morning. I was like, I know Jennifer's going to have her lashes, so I got to put my lashes on. They didn't have time I'm on vacation. (laughs) I'm on vacation. If I was in mommy mode, I wouldn't. But, you know, I never know who I'm going to see out here. It's L.A. I think I'm going to see some famous people. (laughs) I get all excited. 
excited. <laughs> and then people ask me for pictures, and I'm like, oh, wait, who? What? Oh, me. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Sure. And they're like, do you mind? I'm like, mind. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, people, right? honey. Bring it on. <laughs> you like it? You like the lighting? You want to do another? Make sure you face tune. <laughs> they get yeah. all funny. But seriously, the individual lashes, I'm like, I will, they'll stay on for at least a week. I do. Want, and you put them on with the regular glue? The yeah, same glue as the, the band? same duo glue. Uh-huh. Okay. Because this one, these are faster, right. obviously. Yeah. But to keep them on. So I have the pillow. And I on need the this pillow, pillow. I'm going to give you guys pillow. I, I my, wake up with such wonky eyelashes. Yes, if I keep crazy. mine on, I can't. I mean, listen, it's patented. There's nothing out there on the market. So that it's not like amazing. it's not like a bullshit thing. It really works. And I use it all the time. And on the box, I put LLB because I put line those lips. Lift those lashes and beat those brows. Oh. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, those are my hashtags. So I'm going to line that lip. Okay. Yeah. So yes. I'm sorry if you don't like it, but that's just tough shit. It doesn't matter. People are always going to hate on something. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't please everybody no. in life. Literally, I just posted a photo hiking at a waterfall this past week in Hawaii. Uh-huh. And this one girl comments and was like, was dressing appropriately an option? I'm like, I'm going to a waterfall and I'm in Hawaii. I'm wearing a bikini. Like, what what should I be wearing? We get to the airport. I'm with the airport with my husband and five children and my father who walks with a cane. Okay, the gate was like 110. And when we walked in, we were by, I don't know, it was like 50. So it was like 50 gates we had to walk. So we saw one of those trolley things, you know, that has all the chairs, the seats in it. It looks like a golf cart. Yeah. But yeah. It, had, it could seat like maybe eight. She passes by us and she's like, do you want to ride? And my husband's like, yeah, 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 let's get all the, we have the kids carry on. It's Uh a lot of things. And I posted a story and so many people are like, too lazy to walk. You're too good to walk. Oh my God. How dare you? You think you're so good. You can't even walk through the, I'm like. Fuck you. You have no idea, like, what my situation is. Like, it's not because I'm too good. They offered it to anybody. The woman didn't even know that I was a housewife. It was just, she was just being courteous. Yeah. She saw I had a big group. She saw my father there shaking with his cane. She asked if we wanted a ride. You can't do anything without getting crucified on social media. It's insane. You can't. That's so why I try act- not to read it anymore. Yeah. She's yeah. actually on a little Instagram break right now. Mm-hmm. Shut it down. I've done it yeah. before, too. Like, it was season six when I, I was actually living in Vegas at the time. I was going through a breakup. And just the way the show was with my ex at the time, I was like, I don't want to watch this. It was putting me in such a negative headspace. Oh, yeah. I deleted Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. from my phone for six months. My sister was running it for me full time, so I was still active. That's good. But it was just like, I just needed that little bit of a break. Now back on it for the past year now like I don't give a fuck yeah I'm just like say what you want like if that makes They're you feel better go ahead because you can never win you could be saving drowning puppies and there would be something wrong with your form it is and then like, when I <laughs> notice that it's a DM that's consistently always negative then I block them uh-huh. now I'm like now I gotta mute you bitch uh-huh. because now you're bothering me yeah I, I first I thought alright let, let her have her peace I don't know I don't know who you are mom too for you I don't know <laughs> and <laughs> guess what as soon as I and every time you check back to see if I've unblocked guess what I won't because I don't know who you are but you forever will know me mm-hmm. and forever will check every now and then like oh I wonder did she did she unblock me no bitch because at the end of the day they don't realize that we become scanners yeah. after a while you see so many screen names coming yeah. down that you really can't even put 
a name to a face. So you just block automatically. Like, you mm-hmm. don't even know you. Yeah. But they, they do think. They're like, oh, I, I bothered her. I got under her skin. Yeah. Yeah, that's what like, I wanted. it makes them happy. Yeah, it does. But then after a while, they they want to see something because maybe they heard yeah. on the news. Maybe ETV broadcasted that you posted something. And uh-huh. they're like, oh, let me go. And then it says you've been blocked or can't be found. And they're like... Oh, I thought maybe out of the goodness of our heart. No, honey, I don't know who you are. Yeah. yeah. I don't, and I will never know, and I don't care to know. <laughs> no. No. Who? Who? You look very small from up here. Sorry. <laughs> They're literally selling shirts and, like, sweatshirts now that say, like, hashtag blocked by Jax. Yes. yes. It's, like, yes. blocked by Jax on Twitter. Got, Jax has got the right idea. He's got the right idea. I just block. And, like, I know t- I talk to some of my cast members. They're like, who cares? Don't block. Just mute. I'm yeah. like, no, no, they need to be punished for their actions. When people say things like really negative and that it's just like, like I've had people literally tell me to like kill myself, like you're going to get blocked. Yes. If someone just says something annoying, like on Twitter, I'll mute them. Sure, sure. And Absolutely. on Instagram, once I hit a million, I learned that I want to stay over a million, even if you're haters and following yeah. me. So I don't block on Instagram anymore. I'll delete comments that are delete rude. Comments. Okay. But I also, like, my sister, full-time, that's, like, one of the things she does for me is my Instagram. I'm on it and now every day and active on my own. That's great. But I'll have her sometimes just, like, go through and kind of weed things out because I'm like, I don't need to see this shit because it is hurtful. As it's much as, like, hurtful. I don't care, like, what you say, but I it's, know. like... But it doesn't matter. We're still human. Exactly. And the time when they say things, though, that's right. And they're ha- I'm just like, oh, you're yeah. fucking right. And yeah, I hate I you know. for being right. But it's like, those are the ones that get to me. Like when um, it was season four when I was dealing with uh, my husband's addiction. Mm. And I was very uneducated on addiction and alcoholism and all of that. And I'm just like, I don't get why he can't just like have a couple drinks and catch a buzz. Like, why do you always have to get drunk? And people are like... I got so much shit. Like, he's right. an alcoholic. It's a disease. It's this. It's that. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're all right. And right. it was like, I, that was like the first time I really had like a breakdown because I'm like, all of these people hating on me are actually right, but it helped me. You're and it like listen, made me a better person. I, I would think the same thing, though, because I don't have an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think like, oh, if he hasn't, ha- if he hasn't drank in so long, what's the hurt if he just has yeah. like a couple of cocktails? We're all having a good time. Yeah. But, but some people can When you're not educated about the disease enough and understand that it really is an addiction for this particular person, you don't look at it that way. Yeah. It's not a disease to us. Right. No. no and I get that. Yeah. So, I mean, it can be a lot, but whatever. You got through it. Yes, I did. And, and now, you learned from it. And that's the thing, too. It's like, and then it was kind of after that that I stopped blocking people because I'm like, Sometimes the haters' feedback, it, like, it does make me a better person yeah. because I'm like, wow, I didn't see myself that way. And the people who love me and are fans of me don't see me that way. But if you're seeing this, then I'm like, maybe that is something I need to fix in myself. So, sure. And I also feel it's all in your delivery, too. Yeah. Someone, you know, like, I'll have people say, like, I love you, girl, but you got to stop lining those lips. And then I'll write back, but it's my thing, and people expect it now. And yeah. Like, and then she's like, oh, I guess you're right. Uh-huh. I know somebody was also telling me once, um, I met someone at BravoCon, and a fan was like, I love you so much, but you got to stop with the Chanel. It's like Ugh. so annoying. And I yeah. was like, listen, if I'm going to be a poster boy for any brand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Chanel? <laughs> I, I don't mind it. I, I don't know. And at, at this point, I tell her, I'm like, it's kind of my thing now, like, when we're filming and I'll come downstairs, my producer will be like, this was season one. She'll be like, you're not wearing anything Chanel. And I'm like, yeah, and? 
She's like, yeah, but you like the Chanel girl. I'm like, yeah, but all housewives kind of like Chanel. Yeah. They all do. I don't know how I got deemed the poster person for it, but fine by me. Hell yeah. Fine by me. I'll take, take it. I'll take it. And no, I don't get any discounts. This is not a paid promotion, and I still pay full price. Yeah. This is not yes. an ad. No. I just went to yesterday, and I already bought myself. So Bill and I have this thing where we just don't buy for each other anymore. And mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have to check in if I want to get something. But I, I feel like I do it in moderation. This okay. is my perception. Yeah. Of it. I could be wrong, but I'm not sure. <laughs> and I've already bought myself some nice Chanel's that I put under the, the, the tree. And Bill's like, what did I get you for Christmas? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I got – she got me Chanel gloves, two different Chanel hoops, one Chanel fanny pack, and one crossbody. But that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And he was like – that's it? You say that's it like it's a little. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. And then we were in Beverly, we were Deo Drive yesterday. And I'm like, well, just, you know, we went into Louis Vuitton. We went to Fendi. The girls wanted all Snapchat and blah, blah, blah. Everyone, I was like, let's just see what this Chanel has anything different than mine. And then I saw a little bomber jacket. And, you know, like the jackets are just oh, so yeah. expensive. It's like everything you touch in there, it's like, boom, 5000 so Boom, you, so you got the jacket. I did. I got the jacket. I got the jacket. And then I got the jacket and I got some these hoop earrings that are straight from the runway. So they were like two and the jacket was five. And my husband had taken the boys because the girls wanted to stay with me, but he took the boys. It's a big group. My nieces and nephews are four kids. I have five kids. Mm-hmm. That's nine right off the bat. Not yeah. to mention the adults in the group. So anyway. So then I get back to my um, – sister-in-law's house last night and Justin my oldest he's 15 he's playing video games he's like uh yeah ma so he gets the notifications on his phone when I charge on the American Express your son oh, does? my son because we're, we're so thank is god a responsible party here? no because his <laughs> iTunes account is is linked to mine his the iTunes so okay. because I get the notifications he gets my notifications. He's like, oh. yeah, ma, how is that? He's like, I was like, what the hell has taken them so long? And then I saw the alert that it was $7,000 on the Amex. And I'm like, did your father see it? He's like, no, I just got it. I was like, oh, thank God. Don't, don't mention it to your dad. I'm going to just try to do the online payments. Because sometimes I do that. I just do the online. We're on automatic pay. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes he doesn't even like look over the bill. You've got right. it all figured out. Thank yeah. God. So smart. Thank God. We've got to hide that shit. You know, yeah, I don't know. We were out to dinner once and he was like, is that bag new? I'm like this. I've had it for like, I don't know, two weeks. Vintage. No, I, I actually said, I'm like, I've had this. I don't know. It's been like two weeks. <laughs> and then him too. He thought he was going to yeah. get like, he's like, oh, two weeks. Really? I was like, baby, I'm sick. I'm sick. I, I acknowledge. Hello. My name is Jennifer and I'm addicted to Chanel. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's, it's a good brand to be addicted to. I'm fine with it. So you brought your a couple of your daughters here today. Yes, my two girls and my two nieces. Yes, and actually I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, do you call her Gabriella or Gabby? I call her Gabby. Okay. So. I tried to do Ella in the beginning because I was like, I don't like Gabby. When she was first born, I wanted to be bougie. She's and like, like I hear you guys talking you're about You're an Ella. <laughs> you're an Ella. And then after a while, I looked at her. I was like, you know what? You're not an Ella. You're a Gabby. Yeah, so I, I love I that. Okay, so I must say, Gabby and her and Gia are two of the most eloquent speaking kids like I've Thank ever seen you. on television. Thank I mean, you. that episode when she's giving you advice and Gia's giving Teresa advice, and I'm like, oh my God, the kids are literally like, it was just, it was so cool I, to see someone yeah. so young. Thank you. And I mean, I think you really like took that to heart, like everything she had said to you. Absolutely. And you know, I feel like Teresa and I parent in a lot of the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very all about her kids. She's also very accommodating to her kids, like I am. 
one may say I spoil my children. I'm just saying. But I feel like not only do I spoil them with things, I spoil them with a lot of love and attention, which yeah. is so much more important. Yeah. You know, and they know that. So, mm-hmm. and they get that. And at the end of the day, they always want mommy. Yeah. You know, like our number one thing when we go out to dinner is they're always fighting as to who's going to sit next to me. Aww, I mean, like sweet. these are the fights that we go through. So yeah. I, the way that I parent Gabby is I try to give a lot of love and attention. Mm-hmm. And I always try to tell them like, you guys can come to me for everything, anything. Because I didn't have a mom like that. My mom was off the boat. And if I ever tried to even mention something to her, the judgment, the criticism, you know, sometimes we got smacked here and there. Like, they did that back in the day. So I was constantly afraid of my mom. And I wanted to hide everything from my family. Yeah. And I that sucked. Yeah. Because, you know, then you look for friends. And then your friends are not that great. And then you're sitting here wondering, like, when what's my purpose? And... When am I going to find that one person that I could tell everything to mm-hmm. and that's not going to backstab me? You know, like right. there was a time when I was in college where I had more guy friends than girlfriends because girlfriends were always like stabbing me in the back yeah. and being so petty and petty. jealous. Mm-hmm. And my guy friends like just it, – it wasn't that deep. Like they were just there and they were – I never had to worry about anything like that. So with my kids, I try to always tell them like come to me for everything, anything. I'm not going to be judgmental. I'm always going to help you. I'm always going to support you. And we have a big line of communication yeah. in the house. Like, you can tell. Like, you can absolutely tell. Like yeah. I sometimes I used to think when I had my first kid, I'm like, oh, how can I dumb this down? How can I dumb this thought down so that I can make it in a way that my child can understand it? And then I told myself, you know what? Why am I so concerned about changing the lingo? Right. If you talk to kids like you talk to adults, mm-hmm. they get it. You, We have to give them more credit. Absolutely. You know, they, they get it. So just go down to their level, talk to them, say things in the eye. Like they used to watch these shows um, growing up and on Nickelodeon, and there was this one show, Degrassi or something. And I think yeah. – Yeah, they used to watch it all mm-hmm. the time. And um, there was a promo about – first time a gay couple or like a boy liking a boy Mm -hmm. and I remember Justin was like mommy mommy look two boys kissing and I looked at him and I looked at the screen and I said well well what's wrong with that and he's like no it's supposed to be a boy and a girl and I'm like yeah sometimes it's a boy and a girl sometimes it's a boy and a boy sometimes it's a girl and a girl sometimes it's a boy that likes a girl and a boy you know there's a lot of different types of people out there babe and then he looked at me and he was like oh and yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's about the energy that you put a, off about exactly. it. You know, and you're so accepting. And it, I noticed that actually on the episode we watched last night mm-hmm. with Gabby asking yeah. about your brother. Yeah. Um, and it almost like it brought tears to my eyes the way you described, like the way you were just so upfront with her, but also loving and like, but that's okay, right? And that was yeah. just so heartfelt. And I was just like, wow, she's a great mom. Because yeah. for a second there, when she told me that, like, I didn't realize that she was okay okay so when we were filming that she was doing homework for most of the time and I didn't think she heard Mm -hmm. what Steven and I were saying Mm -hmm. and when we were leaving the room and she called me back and she whispered in my ear I was caught off guard because not that I wanted to hide it from her but I just wasn't prepared as to what my answer was going to be right so I'm like okay and I was doing that thing where I'm looking for the words to dumb it down (laughs) and then finally I'm like you know what this is too hard I'm like yes yes baby Mm -hmm. he's gay yeah yeah he's still the same person Okay. Yeah. And because I've always taught them acceptance from a young age with, with things that they've seen from other people, I think she was more, she's like, I know, but like, I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it doesn't change who he is. He still loves you the same and he's still going to do all the things that he does with you the same. Like nothing has changed. 
shouldn't make a difference. That was right. such a beautiful moment. I, I really I yeah. It was one of my favorites. I don't know if you honest. saw the episode when they were talking about how she gets bullied in yes, school. I that literally one cried yeah. when I watched. I rewound that and I watched it again because in junior high I got bullied really bad like I would get like death threats sent to me like it was seventh and eighth grade were the absolute worst years of my life where I was like never suicidal at all I have an amazing family but I would wake up every morning just being like it would just be better if I was dead like yeah everyone would be happier and it was my mom had just had my little sister so I'm like 12 13 my sister's just being born there was no one in between I was pretty much an only child and so whenever I see that with kids like one of my little cousins gets bullied really bad to the point where she's like sat in the bathroom and like has lunch by herself and it just right. it breaks my heart and then seeing that with her it was just like it was such a good moment between the two of you and yeah. I think you're seeing so much more of your personality this season which I love yeah me too because last season it was like oh the <laughs> one upper was with like everyone hated 37 me. bathrooms I was like oh my god I'm not about bathrooms there's so much more to me but then this season just like seeing those moments and like her giving you advice like well mom if you hurt her feelings like you should apologize and it was just like you like kind of have that epiphany of like oh shit my kid's right (laughs) I did I did I did you know and it was so heartbreaking for me to see her go through that with her friends because when we had first moved we were new to Paramus. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I just moved into the house. That's another thing people don't get. Like, when I first started the show, I had just moved into that house. And I don't come from that. Mm-hmm. I don't come from that. So when you don't come from that and you're in that now all of a sudden, it's exciting. And I, I know I'm curious about it because before I built that house, I used to go, me and my husband used to go what I call house looking. Mm-hmm. I used to go to look in the all beautiful homes and, like, take pictures of the outside. And I'd be like, oh, I like this about that home and I like this about that home. So it was new to me. I was very excited. And I know that people are curious, especially people who don't come from that. So in order to, like, appease their curiosity, and, you know, people get awkward. They get shy to ask. Yeah. So they'll be like, they'll come in my house and look around and be like, wow, it's pretty big. I, I wonder how many bathrooms or how many bedrooms this house is. So I'll be like, oh, you want to know? It's nine bedrooms, 16 bathrooms. We have an indoor theater. We have an indoor <laughs> basketball court. We have an indoor- so, like, when I was doing that on the show and I was watching it, I was like, oh, my God, cringeworthy. Like, people are curious. And I think I'm doing them a solid. Right. Right? But here I am as the braggart when I'm just like, I hate people who brag. But I, I do but not talk. But you're proud of it. And I'm proud of it. Yeah, so and you like, guys worked hard to get there. Where's the line? Be, where's the fine line between sharing and bragging? Right. Like, I'm just simply sharing my every day. So that was last year. So this year with Gabby, when we first moved to Paramus, she had made these three, th- these three specific girls. They hung out breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. I would host sleepovers. I don't let my daughter sleep out, but I don't mind people sleeping over our house. So I would host sleepovers. They would come over. I would take them to carnivals. I would take them away to weekends, like out in Camelback here and there. I'd mm-hmm. host. Mm-hmm. Their parents send them with 20 bucks. I'm like, what am I going to do with 20 bucks? <laughs> Save it for the fucking vending machine, okay? Yeah. I got you. And I would, and, and Gabby got used to their companionship. Like mm-hmm. someone, sometimes people become habit, right? Right. You, you, you're with them all the time. And then all of a sudden, one day they just, one of them got a boyfriend and Gabby didn't like the fact that she was spending I mean, they're fucking 11 years old at this point. 11 years old, she's, a she's a boyfriend. And I think Gabby was jealous of the time the girl was spending with her boyfriend, so was vocal about some stuff. And then all of a sudden, they didn't like Gabby for being vocal about the boyfriend. And it was three of them, and two of them were sisters. So the one sister that kind of didn't want to fight with Gabby ended up having to fight with Gabby. And then they were like, you can't sit at our table anymore. And 
So that it started with that, with her not sitting at the table. And initially, she didn't first tell me. Mm-hmm. I found out because there was another girl that they also shunned that Gabby became friends with. And her mother is the one who told me oh, wow. that they had to leave at the, the different table. So they found the boys' table. And the boys' table was long enough so it was boys on one side and then two girls on the end, which was Gabby and her new friend. But the boys at this table, one of them was the boyfriend of these girls. Oh, no. So he stood up, and he's like, we don't want you sitting here. You can't sit oh. with us. And, you know, Gabby's kind of strong. She was like, well, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm staying here. And then th- that's when they threw the food at her. They started throwing food at her. <sighs> and the aides saw. The aides sent them down to the office. And then, then they did a thing where it's like only if you had a post-it hanging on your shoulder were you allowed to sit at those two tables so these girls and the boyfriends gave post-its to everybody except my gabby and except her friend so cruel it's It's crazy and they would be the lockers would be right by gabby and they would tell each other like oh i love your post-it you're you can sit at the table and then she's like yeah girl i love your post-it meanwhile gabby and her friend didn't have post-its and she would she would come to me and tell me these stories and and then I wanted to get involved. I was like, you know what? These girls have been friends since she moved here. Like, what happened? Mm -hmm. So I called one of the moms, and I said, can we have a meeting? Can we do, like, a group thing and see if we can get these girls? Like, what happened? So I had a meeting with the mom. We went to Panera, and it was me, the mom, the girl, and my Gabby, and then another mom and another girl. And the girl who dropped Gabby, she's taking her water bottle and flipping it. Just like completely not engaged, not making eye contact. We're all trying to have a discussion. So I looked at her. I said, listen, I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, you really don't seem like you care to be here. If you don't want to be her friend anymore, this is a safe space. Nobody's going to be mad at you. But if there's nothing left to work on, we should know. So we should stop wasting our time. Uh And the girl was like, yeah, kind of. I don't want to be her friend anymore. And as she's saying this... The tears are perpetually coming down Gabby's face. She can't Ugh. even help it. She's not crying. Just the tears are just coming, and she's trying to, like, I mean, her lip is quiver. Her, her mother, like, could you tell, like, the mom? Well, her, of- her mother said, her mother looked at her daughter and was like, I'm really disappointed in you. Oh. I'm surprised that you're, you're being like this. And they were trying to tell me, because <clears throat> I think when this whole boyfriend thing was going on, um, Gabby had called, I guess maybe behind her back, her friend a whore. And the mother was like, you know, you can't say whore like that in their grade and take it lightly. And then I looked at the other mom. I was like, listen, with all due respect, my fucking eight-year-old walks around running saying suck my dick. I don't think he really knows. I don't think he really knows what suck my dick means. I mean, they're in sixth, seventh, eighth. Like, that's what they say. Whore, slut. That's like their go-to bad word. I don't even know if they understand the meaning of it. Right. And she apologized. She apologized for calling her that bad word. That's number one. Number two, your daughter's on fucking social media, like, humping the air and doing TikToks to sexual songs. (laughs) If my daughter is not saying that about her, I bet you somebody else is. And at the end of the day, they're not whores. So... What does it matter? And she apologized. Yeah. I think at that point they just decided they didn't want to be friends with Gabby anymore. And mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? You're I'm, lost. I, I, fine. Because you know what? I'm done catering to you people. All right? I'm not going to – I'll save some money by her not being your friend. And I'd rather spend it on her and other things that she enjoys. So yeah. 
it was hard for her because like she was used to hanging out with them every day and it was like now she was coming home on her phone watching all their snapchats Ugh. and all the things that she's not invited to mm-hmm. and, I, and i was like i'm going to i'm going to take your phone away i'm going to take your phone away i'm going to disconnect your snapchat and get it off and she was like no mommy mommy please don't and i was like well i don't want you to sit here and live in the past or 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 feel like you're missing out because guess what the best revenge you'll ever have on these girls is to live your best life. Yep. Yes. So put that phone down. Okay, let's go out. Let's mean you do something. Let's go. You want to go ice skating? You want to go to the mall? And she'd be like, oh, can we go to Lush? Let's go to fucking Lush. Yeah. Let's go to town at Lush, honey. <laughs> let's get your spirits up and don't think about them anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know, and she's now found a new set of friends. Good. good. She became really good friends with her cousin this summer. And at the end of the day, you just need one good one. That's it. Right? Yeah. Literally. One fucking bestie mm-hmm. that you can go back and yeah. forth to. It's better, better than, than a whole bunch of nobody. Totally. You know? Oh, God. So that makes me happy. that's where she's at now. Yeah. That just that broke my heart when I mm-hmm. saw it because it hit so close to home for me. And I never told my parents anything I was going through. Like, they had no idea. I got in a fist fight the last day of eighth grade. Yeah, and, like, my mine parents too. had no idea. My parents, too. And I, I went through my fair share, too. Yeah. People didn't like me. I was a late, late bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, not bullying, but just impressioning. Yes. I had a lot of questions come in for you, and um, a lot of people want to hear you do a Lisa Vanderpump impression. Oh, yes. And so do I. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know when was the last time I've seen her. <laughs> but, um, oh, fuck. I can't even think of her right now. Can I see a okay. video of her? We'll come back to that. Well, I need to see, like, a, <laughs> I'm like a parakeet. Like, if I hear you, then uh, I can mimic yeah, yeah. you. Uh-huh, and right. I haven't heard Lisa in so long. Yeah. yeah. She's been out of, she's been MIA a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't even, I'm not even keeping up with I all the I usually just go with, like, darling. Yes. Add that in. Okay. Everything is a darling. Yeah. Darling. Diamonds and rosé. Diamonds and rosé. <laughs> I guess. Um, I accent. What, um, what are your thoughts on Teresa and Joe splitting? I mean, I feel like we all knew that was coming. Yeah. And, you know, right now they're just, I think, just, they're still not divorced. Nothing has happened. Right. So but she still is together. dating... She's not dating him. No. That's so crazy. Okay. Yeah, I know. No, you know why? That's like an old family friend. Right. And he's been friends with Joe Gorga, her brother, for a while. So it seemed like they had some chemistry this season. I did see that, but like Teresa's very friendly and she's she's a flirt. She's flirt with everybody. I'm the same way. You know, I flirt too with everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's when you start hiding it is when it's a problem. Okay. That's what I always say. Gotcha. I texted Priscilla last night. I was like, I'm going to be in New York in a few weeks. I was like, can Teresa do my podcast? Oh, okay. We should do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Teresa's cool. Yeah. I love her. I was like, tell her my boyfriend will be there too so she can do it. She's so down to earth (laughs) and she's really (laughs) just such a great mom. Yeah. I love her. I, yeah. I met her. So it was, um, I think, 2012. It was, or 2012 or 13. It was like our first season, and they did the big, like, upfront Bravo mm-hmm. event. And my whole cast hated me the first season. Like, they were trying to get me off the show, even though I was, like, the one who, like, jump-started the whole thing. They all wanted me off it because they were all friends, and I was the outsider and whatever. So we're at this big upfronts event. I've never seen a show on Bravo. I know nothing about this network Mm -hmm. at all. I'm there with just a bunch of random people, and I'm standing by myself. 
And this guy with a Jersey accent comes up to me, and I can't do a Jersey accent, so I won't uh-huh. try. But was just like, why are you standing here like by yourself? Like, come hang out. Come in. And I was like, okay. And then he's like, hi. He's like, I'm Joe. And it was Joe Gorga. Oh, okay. And so he, like, brings me over to, like, all of the Jersey housewives and husbands. Yeah, he's very friendly. I met Priscilla, Melissa, like, everyone. And, like, ever since that day, like, I, that's been one of my favorite shows to watch because I was like, they didn't know. Or, I mean, I guess they maybe knew, like, I was on Vanderpump Rules or whatever. But it's like, they didn't know me. And they just invited me over to hang out with them because I was just, like, by myself. Yeah, I feel like in Jersey we're mm-hmm. huggers. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I give you a hug. Uh, we give some love, a high five, you yeah. know, just like very warm. Yeah. yeah. So from day one, like Teresa, Joe, Melissa, like all of them, I've just absolutely Yeah, loved. I know. And I saw the pictures with her and the pool boy, but I, I know that the pool boy is just He's just the pool boy. Okay. He's a hot pool boy. Yeah. I even texted her. I even texted her. Good thing they didn't take your picture with somebody fugly. Jeez. Imagine. At least he's a cutie. Yeah. I was like, all right. She's like, yeah. You know, you don't want anyone to be like, oh, what is she doing with him? He's so ugly. Yeah. No, he's a cutie. Fuck it. All right. Now, what about Dolores? I love her. She's amazing. I feel like, yeah, she's so sweet. From the day I met her, oh, my God, I, I love her. So I feel like she definitely films more with her ex-husband than she does with her boyfriend. Yes. And I feel like they just, they have such a good relationship. And then there's the boyfriend and the husband, or the ex-husband's building the house for the boyfriend. But yes. what with this, like, not love triangle, but where do you see this going? Are her and David, like... So, you know? I know for her, she's like, why is everybody bothering me to get married again? You know, she's yeah. like, I've already been there, done that. Right. And right now, she's enjoying the best of both worlds. David is a great companion for her for dating. From she, she screams her accolades about how great their sex life is, and then Frank is the one that does everything for her that like a husband would do. I'm yeah. like, sounds to me like you got the best of both I mean, worlds, honey. I don't yeah. know what we're complaining about because I was too. I was like, oh, don't you want a commitment? But you think like that's what we're supposed to do as women, right? We date somebody and then we want a commitment, right? Because we like to be monogamous women. We mm-hmm. don't. We don't. We want to know that you only want to be with me either. Also, right. mm-hmm. and men sometimes they have a problem with monogamy. <laughs> you know, so we need some kind of insurances and guarantees. But he is a doctor. He's a high risk pregnancy doctor, mm-hmm. so he works a lot. And she's not that demanding from him because she's like, you know what? It's been working out great so far. Okay, she's good. like, you know, yeah. But is, is she kind of words. getting her needs? fulfilled with her ex-husband and at some point that might be a recipe for disaster because I don't know if he's dating or with anyone but at some point is someone going to come in and be like hey ease up on the ex-wife give me the attention I think that's really the hardest thing is like when the when the new people come in Mm -hmm. like the to understand to understand they're still living together right they do yeah Mm-hmm. But they really are just best friends. Good. Okay. I don't think they're just sexually attracted to each yeah. other anymore. You know, people are like, oh, you want them to get back together. With There's a lot of people out there that live together that stay married. I mean, at least they were willing to get divorced and date other people, you know. Right. But they seem to get along great. So if it works for them. If they're happy, that's all that exactly. Everybody that's has their own recipe of you. what works for them. Yeah. You know, it may not be good for another guy who is like highly insecure Mm -hmm. but obviously David is secure in his relationship I'm I'm sure David knows if he were to put a ring on it she'd probably say yes I'm sure he knows that Mm -hmm. like everybody's kind of like 
said it to him in, in more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got, like, fucking picket signs. Like, David, when are you going to propose? Hey, when are you giving her that thing, that big diamond for the ring? We want the ring. But As long as she's happy and it works for her. Yeah. Good. And she's like, you know what? I'm not going to push the situation. It's working yeah. so far so good until something happens where Frank's not in her life anymore because he has to go to be with some other girl. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not going to press the issue. And it works for her. Yeah. She's happy. Okay, She's good. very happy. I love that because I love Dolores and yeah. I just want her to be happy. And it's like when you know, I mean, I know so well when you watch a show, you're seeing part of it. Sure. Not the whole story. Absolutely. It's a screenshot yes. of a much bigger picture. Exactly. Ooh, I like that. That's what I tell people. I like that. Yes. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, last thing that I wanted to talk to you about and then I have a couple of fan questions. So we both know this, but for my listeners, I just I love the story of um, how you met your husband. Yes. Okay. So this is kind of like a long story, but I talk fast, so that'll be good. Um, <laughs> so I my we believe in like setting people up as far as marriage. Like people from my church, you kind of go to church and you're like, oh my god, he's hot. Let's get the four one one on him. Let's get our parents talking together. You meet, you go out on a date. You're like, he's pleasant, she's pleasant. Let's make this work. Yeah. And boom, pop a marriage. So. I had this guy who really liked me that I didn't like, but my parents liked him for me. And he was going to my brother-in-law's wedding, which is my husband's brother. Mm -hmm. He got married here in L.A., August 26th, and we were invited to the wedding. And my my dad's family, he has aunts and uncles that live here, so they were also invited to the wedding. You know, like, it's like my big fat Greek wedding. You have to kind of invite everybody from the church. So everybody. this? This was 2002. Okay. So I wanted to go to L.A., but uh, I didn't like this guy that my parents were pushing me to marry. And he was going to the wedding. And I was like, I don't want to go. He's going to be all over me. I'm not attracted to him. And my mom was like, what's attraction? What? He's going to treat you like queen. He's going to buy you anything you want. Who cares, love? Do you think I love your father? That's exactly what she would say. And I was like, yeah, but, like, I'm educated. I grew up in America. Like, I want to, this is the rest of your life. You're going to wake up next to him. I want to be attracted to him. And mine had a girlfriend, Sahar, that I went to high school with. My Persian best friend that was from high school lived out here. And she, and I was always broke. People think I came from money. I was always broke. I had no fucking money. And my my girlfriend who lived out here, she's like, your parents are going to buy you a ticket to come to L.A.? Let them buy you the ticket. We'll go to Palm Springs for two days. We'll have so much fun. I was like, I don't have any money. She's like, we'll find some suckers to pay for us. I'm like, okay, (laughs) we could totally do that. And finally, I decided to go to the wedding. But I told my mom, no matter what, I'm not going to warm up to this guy who likes me, who was also invited to the wedding. So when I went to this wedding, obviously my brother's with me, my parents. We're at the church, and I see my husband kind of walked down the aisle because he was the best man trying to get to his location, right? Because uh-huh. he's going to be up at the altar with the groom. And I'm like looking at him and he was like fucking Rico Suave. He was uber tan. He had this long greasy mullet, which I found so fucking hot. <laughs> it was like all gelled slick back hair and then like kind of long in the back. And he was so tan and those dark eyes. And I, I was just kind of looking at him and my brother's like, did you ever meet James's brother? I was like, no. No, I don't think so. I, I would remember him. <laughs> I would remember him. And the thing is, my brother, I'm sure you know, is in the jewelry business. Hi, brother's jewelry store, John yes. Michaels. My brother's a jeweler. <laughs> my uncles are jewelers. My three uncles on my mother's side are jewelers. Everybody's a fucking jeweler. And Bill's family is all jewelers also. Bill's father is a jeweler. Bill's five uncles are jewelers. 
everybody's a jeweler. So because we were in the jewelry business, we got invited to this wedding and mm -hmm. we were there. But I never met Bill because he was in medical school and I didn't know uh -huh. that. I didn't know, like, I'm thinking, how could I have not have seen him? I've been to so many trade shows. I've been all over. How could I not have seen him? So then that night. Um, so when you first saw him, though, did, was it like love at first For sight? me, yeah. Yeah. Because my, my, I was in that zone. I was 23 years old. So I was on the prowl, honey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was looking for a good one. I was done dating those American guys that treat you like shit and make mm -hmm. you fucking pay your way. Get, yeah. get the hell out of here with that. I need yeah. someone to open the door for me. I need somebody to be nice to me. And I don't need to think that you're cheating on me every five minutes. Mm -hmm. So when I – Bill was such a gentleman, you know, and he went to my brother and he's like, while you guys are in town – I'd love, you to, I'd love to take you out to dinner. And that's kind of how it works. Like the brothers or the families talk. And then the next night we went to the Cheesecake Factory in Pasadena. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. And I was so nervous. And the guy who originally liked me, he was blowing up my brother's phone all day. I was like, don't you dare pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. Don't you dare. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, well, that guy Bill called me too. I'm like, well, that that, that we could do. I, I, could, I, th I think I could swing that. Okay. <laughs> that I think I do. I get all dolled up. And we go to the Cheesecake Factory where he's there with – all his cousins. He has like 51 cousins. And I'm thinking the whole time, like, wow, this sucks. He lives in L.A. How's this going to work? Okay, like, can I live here? Like, I guess I could live here. It's sunny all the time. Everyone's happy. Everyone's on fucking weed. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, guess I, I guess I could do that, you know, kumbaya every day. And then we couldn't find the location. So my brother's like, can you call him from my phone? And I saw it was a 917 number. Here and I are. was like, why does he have a 917 number? Yeah. And he was like, because he goes um, – because he's a doctor at St. Vincent's. He lives in Manhattan. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, honey. So I was like, now I got to go fishing. And I got to like swing the bait. I can't look too thirsty because, you know, that's such a turn off. Mm -hmm. So then it was like, I was cool. I made my jokes. I made him laugh. And then at the end of the night when we were leaving, he kissed me on the cheek. And he was like, call me when you get to New York. And that was it. Oh, my God. And then I was like, fuck, how am I going to call? I don't call guys. Guy call me, okay? I don't call. I'm not thirsty. They got to call me. So I did star six, seven when I first called him so yes. he wouldn't have my number. <laughs> and then I knew he wouldn't answer, so it would go to voicemail. Then I left my number for him, and then he called me back. Okay, that's smart. a smart move. Hey, honey, you don't got to know how to work it. You got to mm -hmm. wheeling and dealing. Yes. So then we got back to New York, and we were just on the phone. We were on the phone talking. And obviously, I wasn't going to ask him out on a date. We're talking for one week. Two weeks, then like three weeks. Then I was like thinking, like, is this guy gay? Like, what's going on? He's not asking me on a date. But I think he was just, we were getting to know each other. We had those conversations. You know when you first start with a guy, you're yeah. like on the phone for hours? Yep. And we were just getting to know each other. And the end of the day, he knew that he couldn't ask me out without serious intentions because of our culture. Mm. So he just wanted to make sure, like, he already liked the way that I looked. He wanted to make sure that our personalities matched before because if he goes out with me a few times and nothing happens, there is a possibility that that can get out and then, like, my family name can be shamed. Really? Yeah, like, oh, she went out with him without having serious intentions, so she must be a slut. Or oh, she wow. must be this. Oh, wow. So, like, everything's, like, on the DL. Like, no, no, no. I, I don't do anything. <laughs> I serve <laughs> coffee, and I cook and clean, and I'm a very good little village girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. You got to play the role, honey, until you're married. And then you yes. can let them show everything. <laughs> so then, and after finally we were on the phone for, like, seven weeks, we were on the phone. Finally, he, he asked me out on a date. And the first night we ever went out, we had the best time. No kissing. Nothing. And then he was like, what are you doing this weekend? Um, let's go to Atlantic City for the day. And I was like, okay, great, sure. 
So we went to Atlantic City for the day, and we are at a restaurant. This is the second time we're out on a date, mm-hmm. and he's kind of holding my hand, and he's like, you know you're going to be my wife one day, right? Oh, my gosh. And I said, yeah, I think I know that. And he was like, that's great. And then the following, he's like, what are you doing next weekend? I have a wedding I got to go to. I want you to be my date. So now we're at the wedding, date three. He starts introducing me as his fiance to everybody. Wow. The first thing they do is they look at my ring finger to see if there's a ring. And he's like, oh, my father's a jeweler. Her father's a jeweler. The, the ring is the easy part. Yeah. So then on our fourth date, he was like, listen, my cousins really want to meet you because they want to be bridesmaids. <laughs> oh, my now, God. Now, I was always those girls that, like, didn't want any bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be nicer if I had a whole bunch of little flower girls because I thought at the time, like, bridesmaids were coming to a point where they were getting tacky. <laughs> so I was like, but I didn't want to, like, disappoint him because, you know, you want to be pleasant when you're first getting a guy. You know, it's not until they sign the paper on the red line that you could show them your true colors. So I was like, oh, bridesmaids? Okay. I kind of didn't want them, but that, that that's great. I'd love to meet your cousins. And then the following week, it was like, let's go book our hall. So Bill never proposed wow. to me. He never got down on one knee. He never proposed. And it was so funny because this was like, I met him August, and I didn't get the ring. And then Christmas time came around, and I thought I was going to get a ring. I got a Louis Vuitton bag. Not going to complain. Yeah. <laughs> my first ever. My first ever. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I had already booked my haul for August 25th, right? So it's December. Mm-hmm. I have no engagement ring, okay? I look like fucking single white female when I'm talking about my wedding. They're like, they're like oh, yeah, you're engaged? Sure. I don't know what she's on or whatever. She don't know what she's on. So then, then Valentine's Day came around, and he gave me a diamond heart, a gorgeous big diamond heart pendant. And I tried not to show my disappointment because it was diamonds. Mm-hmm. And then my birthday came. My birthday was April. I'm getting married in August. Still no engagement oh ring. <laughs> still no engagement ring. My birthday's here. I'm like, now I'm getting the ring. I'm sure I'm getting the ring. Remember, I'm still getting to know him. So I don't want to do anything to turn him off. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm getting this guy to marry me. I'm having 600 people yeah. at my wedding on his dime. Because in our culture, the guy pays for the wedding. Uh-huh. I don't want to do anything to fuck it up. And then my birthday comes and he gave me diamond studs. And I start crying. And he's like, what's the matter? You don't like it? I'm like, I like it, baby. I do. I do. But where's the ring? The ring. <laughs> he's like, you want that? He's like, I, was, I just thought I'd give it to you the day of the wedding. He's like, my brother oh gave my it God. to his wife the day of the wedding. I'm like, your wife's brother was from France. She didn't speak any English. <laughs> Who knew if she even fucking ever saw a diamond? Okay? I need a diamond. Oh he was like, God. okay, baby, we have the stone. Just pick a setting and we'll set it. And then finally, I got my ring. Yes. It took fucking forever. You that were was like patient. pulling teeth. Wow. I was. I really wanted that wedding. Yeah. I wanted that. I didn't want to do anything to turn him off. And, then, and it really was. And after we got married, that was our hardest year of our relationship because, you know, I wasn't used to living with someone else. Yeah. And I had some, like, habits that I never knew were bad. And he used to scold me on them. So I used to be like, oh, my God, I'm just not measuring up. I'm not measuring it up. And I kept just always trying to be the best wife and then finally, everything was okay after that. Oh, that was good. Yeah, I love I don't, that. I don't try so hard anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it still works. It still works. You know, yeah. he's like my best friend, and I could be completely like I would do this whole interview same as I did with him next to me, yeah. and not feel like I'm walking on any eggshells. And I feel that's really, 
really hard in a relationship. When I ask my husband for permission to do something, it's out of love and respect. Mm-hmm. It's not because I need his permission. Because you're going to do it's it because, anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> but it's because I care enough about him to let him know, like, I care what you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I love that. I and care I what feel you like, think. Yeah, like last What's season. What's wrong with that? It didn't come off that way. It didn't. Like, I love yeah. my husband and I care if I'm disappointing him in some way. And yeah, the minute and it's respect. We, the minute we stop, and I even say to him so many times, like, in, in You'll see when you're married in relationships, it goes up and down. Yeah, I'm divorced. Yes. <laughs> but when, when, when you marry finally the right person, yeah. it's, listen, it's constant compromise. It's mm-hmm. not easy. Even when you love each other to pieces, it's uphills and downhills. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just got to ride the wave out. And he's the type that, like, I could tell him anything, you know? So what better type of relationship is that? And I always tell him, like, if one day we stop loving each other, that's I'm, I may be okay with that, but not losing respect for one each other, yeah. one another. The minute respect is out the door, that's that's the day this marriage mm-hmm. is over. Mm-hmm. Because that means that we don't give a shit about what the other person thinks. Yeah. And we're going to have no courtesy and respect when we make our decisions. And that's not how marriage is. Mm-hmm. Every decision you make, you always have to consider somebody else because you're connected to somebody else. And maybe they're not into that. Yeah. And, you know, you have to be respectful of that. And listen, I pick and choose my battles. There are some things that Thank I you. really care. Same. It's not always yeah. the same. Uh-huh. Sometimes I win. Sometimes he wins. Yeah. And when I see he's really adamant about something, I comply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about right. this last night. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, there are things that, I mean, my boyfriend and I have only been together a few months, but there's some things like beliefs and things that we just don't see eye to eye on. But I'm like, it's not a deal breaker. No. And I'm like, you know, you make like, it work. pick your battles and you figure out totally. what works, what doesn't. And it's like, you know, one day that might be a bigger issue, but right now it's not. And I'm not going to like try and like put this on you and him put this on me. It's just like. It, everything's working out great and it's still so new but it's like we but you have to be like yeah. that otherwise you'll never be in a relationship yeah. with anybody else because you're never going to find somebody else that's exactly like you no. there's no other person and I don't want to date someone exactly or like a man me. that's exactly <laughs> like you like yeah. there's always going to be compromise mm-hmm. that's why I always feel I actually believe in like when people get married younger they're young and stupid because mm-hmm. they yeah. don't know any better right you're young and stupid and you think I'm willing to take all of it in And then after a while, you, like, wake up and you're like, wait a second. I'm not willing to take all of that. Mm -hmm. There's got to be a balance here. And if there's no balance, that's when you know the relationship is not going to work. Yeah. Well, speaking of battles, uh, what's going on with you and Bethany? Oh gosh! I mean, nothing, <laughs> n- nothing on my end. Oh, I always, I always like watched. I, I remember her from the show. I have nothing against her. I was surprised that she said that because you yeah, know where what? did that come from? When I joined this. Bravo team and after I filmed my first season Mm -hmm. I kind of looked at it as we're Bravo family Mm -hmm. okay you are my Bravo family until you give me a reason not to be my Bravo family Mm -hmm. okay so when she said this about me I'm like dude bitch don't we go aren't we on the same team here I mean I know she left I know she left but doesn't she get it like we're on TV and sometimes the edit is not as great or sometimes, you know, we say things because we say it in the heat of the moment. Like, bitch, why are you coming for me? Mm-hmm. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you and I don't owe you anything. And you know what? I Like I said, um, she's right. She said something like, uh, said no one funny about themselves ever. And I was uh-huh. like, well, you know what? I'm definitely different. You're right in that. Because the things I say said no one ever. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'll say it again. And I'm original and that's me. And I am the funny girl and I'm not a comedian because I don't want to do stand up comedy. That's not my but vibe. But you totally could. I, I probably could because I feel like, you know, you can yeah. learn to do anything. Yeah. But people having like that comedic timing, that is just natural. Mm hmm. And people have always told me that I'm funny. I think I'm pretty damn fucking hilarious if you ask me. But that's just me. That's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. She's entitled to her opinion. Maybe she doesn't think I'm funny. Um, she's off to producing now. She's off to her better and bigger things. Like, I don't know why she's coming for me, a new girl. But yeah. I've obviously made an impact on her. So, yeah. What's up, Bethany? Boom. I'm going to end it with one question from Jacqueline underscore Nora wants to know what your favorite piece of Chanel is that you own. It would have to be this little Swarovski crystal evening bag. The whole thing is just all crystals. Ooh. And even the C's are in crystals. It's, it was a very expensive bag. It fits nothing. It's not practical. <laughs> just for It's looks. awful. It just looks very blingy. It looks like a diamond. And it's, I think it's my most expensive Chanel bag. That. Yeah, it's all blinged out, crystal, like a rectangle evening. It matches everything. Yeah. And yeah. the whole thing just is like, looks like ice, ice baby. Love it. Well, yeah. there you go. Thanks for being here. This yeah. so fun. Yeah, tell everyone where they can follow you. We can follow me. My handle is Jennifer Aiden. It's A-Y-D-I-N. That's an Instagram, that's Twitter, and that's Facebook. So it's very easy. Boom. And new episodes of Real Housewives of New Jersey every Wednesday, Wednesday. nights at 8 Eastern. Bravo TV, and yes. we have a new episode coming on the first. Hell yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about that All one. right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Shenanigans. Download new episodes every Tuesday and subscribe on the Podcast One app at podcastone.com or at Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Looking fun and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Club, little black dress uh, Work it out with the girls, no stress on Check out this boy, he's got what I like Gonna bring him home tonight Yeah. Looking fine and I got my girls with me uh, With the boys at the table getting tipsy uh, Miss me, kiss me one more time Get over here boy, I'ma make you mine yeah. Do you want it? Let me see you shake that Do you need it? Let me see you shake that Do you want it? Let me see you shake that Come and get it Let me see you shake that Yeah, you can pour me a drink Come with me boy, I like the way you think uh, Girls, now I'm leaving with you. Don't really know what else to do. See, you like me, and I like you. Yeah. Maybe we can work it out just us two. Yeah. Maybe we can work it out just us two. Yeah. Thank you.